0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the dolphinstalk.com podcast network.
2: It's a 2024 off season and we are here to talk Dolphins football. We'll be with you every week all through it up until the start of the regular season. We'll be discussing free agency, we'll be discussing the draft and we'll have a good time. Hopefully, you'll join us as we proceed through the offseason. And uh, we've got a show today, so here we go. We doing, and it's another Fans podcast. This evening, I've got Chris Roygoni here. How
1: we doing, Dolph fans?
2: And Matt Mariani.
1: What's up, Finn fans?
2: Been a while, Matt. How you doing?
1: I'm all right. How you guys doing? I'm We're still doing reeling. Good. Yeah, I'm still reeling from the Kansas City game. Kevin not got over it yet. This is my first time since I've been on since we lost. I since know. Since we've been out. <laughs> it's still hard to believe that it's the off season. I'm not, uh, I can't come to terms well, Is
2: it. there an off season? That's my question. <laughs>
1: that, <laughs> that's true. We got stuff to talk about.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess there's a couple of weeks there, you know, in May and June where it kind of gets a little slow. But there's not much of an offseason. The NFL is always up to something. And, uh, you know, just we got uh, the, the Senior Bowl. We got the Combine. We got all those things. Not the Senior Bowl, but the Combine. And uh, what's after that, right? Free agency. Yep. Start of the new year. Lot, lots of moves coming. So, like I said, there, there really isn't that offseason. So anyway, uh, speaking of speaking of the Combine, uh, Coach McDaniel was there today and got interviewed.
3: Do mm-hmm.
2: you guys want to talk about what he said?
3: Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I was going to say, I mean, they opened it up asking questions about Tua and where they're at with the contract negotiation. Um, he says it's still being handled. He says he has all the – confidence in the world that Tula will continue to get better this offseason and pretty much that he just feels more comfortable now than when you know he came in a couple of years ago
1: yeah I'm glad he does I don't know if anybody <laughs> else does
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know you know we've seen little pieces of improvement each year yeah. I mean, you, you can't deny that but, right yeah you know there's some things in his game I'd like to see not in his game you know like the happy feet and stuff like that but uh Maybe with a little better offensive line, we won't see that as much. I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
3: Yeah, I think that's a big factor into how he plays is how confident he feels in his offensive line. Cause I mean you can see it in the games last year when we had all of our guys there, you know. I mean yeah. he looked like a completely different quarterback and then against some of these better teams when we were missing a few key guys on that offensive line. You could tell he just, you know
2: I was just was gonna just, say just I, rushing. You know, I want to see him look like a completely different quarterback against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, agreed. That,
2: that's what I'm looking for. You know, once we see that, then we'll know Tua has arrived.
1: Mm-hmm. I do think the uh, the Tua extension is inevitable. It's just a matter of time. Obviously, I mean, he's he his market value is gonna. Does anybody
2: think it's not inevitable?
3: <laughs> I got a question for you, Matt. If you're Chris okay. Greer, what type of contract are you offering Tua at the moment?
1: I'm glad you asked that because I was actually going to get into that. Um, I you know everybody who listens and knows me knows I'm the biggest Tua fan. I do think the (laughs) Dolphins can can... for that. I I I do think the Dolphins can uh, win the whole thing with him at quarterback. I don't think he'll ever be a top five overall quarterback. Like he, he, I don't think he's never going to be Mahomes. He's never going to be Allen. That's not him. He did put in a top five season in 2023. That matters. He did. And I think Mm -hmm. that's objective. Okay. I think that's objective and you can't take that away from him. So that shows that shows he's got a pretty high end ceiling. Has he gotten to his personal ceiling? I'm not sure we can say he has or hasn't because he's gotten better every single year. Uh, Just when people say, can't do this, can't throw a long ball. Then he does. Can't stay healthy. Then he does. So can't come back in the fourth quarter. Then he does against bad teams, not against great teams this year.
2: (laughs) Crawl before you can walk, right? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Now, when you compare him to what the other options are, what are people seeing? Things like Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, potentially a draft pick in the second round or late first round. Wouldn't you rather have the guy who's been in the scheme for the last two years? who knows the offense, who knows the receivers, who it, it, there's going to be no learning curve. He's shown he can lead this offense and play this offense at a very high level. Is there room for improvement? Of course there is. Of course there is. He needs to be better against the top competition. That's, that's the next step. That's what they're saying. He can't do now. And that's what he's got to do. So what contract would I give him? I would pay him somewhere in the range. Of 45 to 50 million dollars guaranteed because it, it's just those are the numbers, or per season, because those are just the numbers. That's the reality of the NFL. This is where we at. This is where we're at. If they re signed him last year, they could have had him at a discount, at a major discount. They might have been able to have him at 25, 30 million per year, but mm-hmm. they didn't want to take that risk. Now it is what it is. They're at where they're at. The cap has gone up. He's played how he's played. He's put himself at just about the same uh market as Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott's gonna get paid. He's gonna get another extension. They're it, saying it's just sixty-five
3: the... million for
1: Dak exactly. possibly. It's I mean just, that's that's nice. You know,
2: if, if you're gonna pay two of sixty-five million, you might as well watch a different
1: team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get sixty-five million because mm-hmm. he still has this he still has these questions about injuries. He still has these questions about whether he can perform against the best teams. I think you can get him from somewhere in between 40 and $50 million annually, and I think you have to give it to him. You have to be creative with the kind of contract. There does have to be outs in case he doesn't perform. You do It, it might hurt in 2025. It might be terrible uh, to get out of this contract, and you might have to just take your medicine and blow everything up in 2025 because mm-hmm. of this extension. But... Is that uh, too soon?
2: If you give him an extension this year in two thousand twenty-four, and let's say he has a mediocre season, don't you think it's too soon to get rid of him? In I think two thousand twenty-five.
1: If you give him an extension, he's got two years to show us something. That's what I. That, that's
2: what I would think. I would. That yeah. we did. That I we did think the right he would thing. Get two
1: years. I meant at the end of twenty twenty-five. So going into twenty twenty-six. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I, I would think if the, if they get an extension, this group as we know it has two years to show they can get over the hump, and that's Tua first and foremost. Now and you, McDa- you, McDaniel's right behind them. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, All of them, the whole group, the whole group: Greyer, McDaniel, Greer. and uh-huh. Tua. They all, all three of them. They're they're, yep. they're they're a package deal, and they got two years to prove it. And if they fail next year, you, we all know Greer's gone. He's gone. He'll be the first one. I don't one to go. know,
3: Matt. I don't know if I'm so sure. I mean, that's what I'd love to see. But for whatever reason, Ross loves him. So I mean, I would, I would. I, I've said something similar in the past, but I mean, until he cans Greer, I just can't. You know, like I can't hope for that. You know. Let me ask you guys both the question: Do you guys think that there's any shot that they that two number one Tua would play on his fifth year option? Play that out.
2: Well, he wouldn't have a choice if they decided yeah, to go that right. way. Okay. He's, he's bound by contract.
3: You don't think he that might. he tried to hold
1: out or, He might you know. hold out, yeah. Well, that, he
2: could that, do that, but there'll be, you know, fines and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. That route would create a lot of animosity in the off season for forever. For sure. I don't I think...
2: think that's the route they want to go. I would have gone that way personally because I would have said to Tua, hey, Tua, you know what? You did improve somewhat, but I got to see more. Mm-hmm. And, and I would have done that. But, you know, I mean, they, they're going to do what they feel is right for them. So if they sign to a contract, I'm all for it. You know, I just hope they're making the right decision. Uh-huh. Uh, the one thing I would say, though, is I think you can, you know, give him that contract and still draft a quarterback in the third round. The only problem is we don't have a third round pick because we were tampering when we shouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It always comes down to that. It does. I, you There's know, always it. something stupid that like yeah. <laughs> stops us from doing what we want to do. <laughs> so
2: anyway, you know, I mean, you know, you got a one, you got a two, you got a five, you got two sixes and a seven. So you know what? What is that? You've got two good draft picks, the first and the second round. You better not screw them up. Mm-hmm. So you know, it is what it is.
1: And if I'm paying a quarterback fifty million dollars, I'm not using one of the first two draft picks on a backup. No, no, I wouldn't either.
2: I wouldn't yeah, either. Yeah, for sure. You need players on this team that are going to contribute. You can't be uh, using a first or second round pick on a quarterback right now because of the out you went. Yep. So, you know, we have very few cheap players on the team that are, that are difference makers. You know, Zach That's Saylor true. signed a contract that was uh, probably below market value, and then I consider him a difference maker. But there
1: aren't many mm-hmm. well you gotta hope guys step up uh this year we didn't have any young guys really step right. up right. uh next year i'm hopeful for a Well, we, we had we a chan and, and you yep. can't
2: knock his production you yep. know he got hurt
1: It happens. he should be even better next year I he, hope he's so. gonna be and uh you you gotta hope cam smith is ready to step into that starting gig because that looks like the plan at the moment i just
2: like to see what he can do yeah. you know
1: because
2: <laughs> we really haven't seen much of him to make any kind of determination. I mean, I hear he can play. People are saying he can play. Yeah. And I, I don't think Vangio hated the kid. That was something the kid did that got under his skin. And I'm sure he was coached up about it. And maybe he just didn't take to the coaching. Yeah. So that happens. Not everybody's going to get along. Uh, what else did we pull? did we pull out of that interview?
1: Well, we were talking about it a little bit with uh, Cam Smith, and uh, Mike was asked about Vic Fangio. And he kind of gave a classic Mike McDaniel non-answer. And basically, oh, we assessed everything at the end of the season. We looked at each other, we had a mutual respect, and we decided the best thing for everybody was a mutual uh, parting of ways. In other words, they fired him, <laughs> <laughs> or he quit. We don't know. He Either he quit. got fired or he quit. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, somebody
2: I, made the first move there. I'm just not sure
1: who. <laughs> I, I doubt it was mutual or mutual, but that's the way Mike talks. Uh, yeah. he, he he's got a good way. He's got a way of saying a lot and saying nothing at the same time. Taking a long time to say nothing. Yeah, uh, that's the reporters Mike love it. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that's kind of, that was kind of the whole interview it was a yeah, long you interview a little bit
2: about armstead and and uh yeah. whether or not he's going to come back and he basically said the ball's in his court but we got to prepare as if both scenarios are possible come back or not come back
3: mm-hmm. one thing that was a little alarming for me was when um they asked him about the christian wilkins situation contract wise mm-hmm. and uh yeah. He basically said that, you know, he earned the right to be a free agent. And yeah,
2: last time we heard that was with who?
3: Uh, uh, gosh, I can't think off the top of it my head. It was somebody they
2: let leave here, I can tell you that much. Oh,
3: gosh, I know who you're talking about. I just it's not, it's not clicking for me right hey, now.
2: Take a minute and think about it. <laughs> so, I'm trying to remember myself.
1: <laughs> Matt, you don't remember? I'm trying to think, yeah. Uh, he's on the defense, wasn't he? I think so. Uh, let's see. Earned the right to become a free agent. He
2: earned the right to become a free agent, and he became a free agent, and they let him walk. Gosh, this is killing me I know me what you're right talking now. about. Well, I'm sure half the people out there listening <laughs> know, too. I just don't remember <laughs> who it was.
3: But uh, the point was that for I mean, that doesn't make you feel that's exactly where I was going with it. It's like when he when they say stuff like that, it makes me kind of worried that he's not going to be back this year. You know, I mean, hopefully that changes. I mean, he's I've said it before, as far as free agency wise, I mean, he's got to be the most important piece. I mean, he was the first piece of our rebuild and really the foundation on that defensive line you know i mean when they when when you talk about a rebuild you want to see them you know start in the trenches on the offensive side and on the defensive side and then as far as i'm concerned i mean him and sealer are you know one of the strong suits of our whole team
2: all right what we're going to do is we're going to take a step back for just a couple minutes and we'll be right back it's the strength in the middle anyway you know uh Yeah, we're going to talk about our free agents, and I guess we'll get into Jerome Baker in a few minutes, and we can talk about that. But uh, anything else out of that press conference? I don't think so. Do you guys think about that? No, that was pretty much it. Yep. Not too much worth discussing, aside from what we've discussed.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, it it was an 18-minute interview, too, so it was fairly short. It wasn't like one of his longer presses, you know.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like the hour one, the sit-down one that he does later on. Mhm. Uh-huh. Uh okay, and, and that's basically, you know, the state of the team address, you know. Mhm. Uh-huh. So anyway, um I was the top name on my list of free agents and we already know that's that's not going to happen. We uh-huh. waived him. Uh so Jerome Baker is second and uh what do you guys think are, are you going to re-sign him and and if so, what do you think he'd be asking money-wise?
1: Well, Baker's got a year left on his contract, doesn't he?
2: I don't know. He's showing a free agent as far as uh, over the cap and spot track are concerned.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing the same thing. I mean, I oh, think okay. possibly his guaranteed money is done to yeah. where we can move on from him without it affecting our cap, really.
1: I'm looking at his contract. It says he's under contract. He's under contract for $10 million next year if he's on the team. Okay. But it's zero is zero guaranteed. There's four million in dead money and ten million. If it's four million if he's pre June first, ten million in dead money if he's post June first cut. hmm So yeah, zero guaranteed. Four million is a pretty if you get ten million off the books and it only costs you four and a half to do it. This status is
2: UFA. That's really Really? strange.
1: Yeah. I'm looking right at it. I'm on overthecap.com. I'll send you a screenshot if you want.
2: (laughs) It says he's a UFA. But when I look at his contract, I see what you see. So I'm going to take another look at uh, Over the Cap and see what they say. Yeah, I got
3: so say there... say he's getting around ten million a year, Matt. Yeah, that, do you that... w- do you think that that's a good price for him, or do you think maybe no. we look elsewhere? Or... Yeah,
1: I, I think that's too much for him. Um, I agree. If he's willing to take a pay cut and restructure, he he was injured last year. He's never been he's never been a guy who makes massive plays. He's not a game changer. He's solid, but he's not a game changer. Mm-hmm. I feel like ten million. Might be a little too much for him. He he was having a great game against Buffalo until he got hurt. It, it was one of the best games he's ever played. Yeah, yeah they, also... they have him as a free
2: agent next year. Over the cap does, so I think it might be a mistake on Spontry.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Over the cap has him being a free agent in 2025. Yep. He's costing $14 million against the cap uh-huh. this year and they can get that money off the books for 5 just about 5 million. So that's that's saving $10 million if you decide to let him go pre-June 1st. I think he's going to be a cap casualty. If I'm Greer, if I'm Greer, Greer. He, he, yep. he, he's a he's a casualty.
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean, me personally, I'd like to see us maybe take a look at Patrick Queen, Devin White, some of these other inside linebackers that are going to be hitting free agency this year because I mean if you can sign either of those guys for around the same money that we're paying Baker, I mean I think that those are those guys are both upgrades and those guys just like you said, Matt, I mean I kind of agree that Jerome Baker is a solid player but he's not a game changer and he doesn't make enough game changing plays that you want to see out of that middle linebacker position. I mean I saw something else recently that the Jets may be looking to move on from C.J. Mosley, and I mean that's another guy who's I love stud C.J. Mosley. No, yep, him and um, Quincy Williams. I mean they got re- two really good inside linebackers, and I think that's that's definitely what our defense is missing. You know? know, my
1: biggest criticism of Baker is he's just not good against the pass, and you need linebackers who are good against the pass in twenty twenty four. C.J. Mosley's incredible against the past. I'm so jealous of yeah. the Jets linebackers.
2: All right, the next guy on my list is Connor Williams, and uh, they're projecting him to sign a contract roughly in the neighborhood of $13.5 a season.
1: Is he going to be healthy?
2: A five-year deal worth $67.6 million. And that's the question, isn't it? Is he going to be healthy?
1: Yeah, We need I mean a not. good center. I'm not saying it's got to be him, but we need a good center. We saw how things dropped off when he got hurt. That was like, that was like the exact moment the offense started to stall was when Connor went out for good and Eichenberg came in. Yeah, for good reason.
2: I mean, Eichenberg's you know he can play any one of the positions, but he doesn't play any of them well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just I the think... truth, you know. He's, he's Connor uh, Williams margin- is playing he's a... A, Yeah, he's a marginal starter, and, and Connor Williams was playing like a top five center. He, he was playing was so, at a really high level.
3: Yeah, and he was so good in the run game too when he gets to that second, second level. level. I mean, he's yep. a quick he's a quick guy and he'll he'll wheelbarrow dudes. I mean, I think if we don't draft the center, then you gotta you gotta have him back. But I mean, a guy that I've kind of fell in love with in this pre draft um situation is this Jackson Powers Johnson. I mean, if he's there at twenty one, that's that to me is a slam dunk. And then, you know, you can use that Money that you were going to give to Connor Williams, maybe for a guy like Robert Hunt, who I'm sure that's who so you
2: be... think they should take. They're going to take somebody else. Trust me, i before.
1: <laughs> I know, man. I know. I'm just, you know. <laughs> Overall, it's a strong draft for interior offensive yeah, line. It is.
2: It really is. So mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully they get somebody either a right guard or a center, or somebody that's going to help that line,
3: or even both. Huh? Yeah,
2: possible, possible. Because there should be somebody left in the second round. You would think.
3: What do you think about Connor Williams, Mike?
2: I like him. I like him. Um, you know, the the Achilles thing scares me a little bit, right? I think he Achilles. was
3: a no, I think he was a ACL. Oh
2: ACL. Wow. Yeah. okay, yeah. They're coming back quicker Which from isn't ACL much ba- injuries yeah. than they used to, so I'm not as concerned about that.
3: Yeah, but and he's not a wide out or a running that back. That thirteen
2: five is a hard number to swallow
1: though.
3: It is indeed. Maybe we get a little discount because he is hurt.
1: Maybe. I don't think he'll be back. You know, no, I think he's gonna he'll he'll command a a nice salary on the yep. open market, and I I just don't think we're gonna be able to compete.
3: Yeah, I felt that way before he got hurt. Now that he's gotten hurt, and he could potentially be missing half the season, maybe. I mean, I don't know what where he's at in his rehab process, but he got hurt pretty towards pretty late at the end of the year. So I mean, who knows? I mean, he's definitely a guy I'd love to see us get back i mean it says he's 26 almost 27 so he's still fairly young too it's not like he's an older guy so
1: you gotta wonder why they only signed him to a two-year deal
3: yeah that was that definitely was a little weird to me
1: uh all right the next guy on my list
2: is christian wilkins
3: <laughs> i'll
0: let Talked you a little you bit about him first. a
2: while ago but is he a guy that you're gonna re-sign at that a relatively high number his market value is $20.2 and I tend to think he might get more than that.
3: I'd give him 20. I don't know if I'd give him much more than that, and even giving him 20 for a guy that's not like an Aaron Donald or a Quinnen Williams I mean, he would, I would say he's probably the next tier down, but for some of the reasons he's that the I spoke. He's the next
2: tier down, but he does everything else extremely well. Yeah, he's for a, sure. He's a great leader. He's, you know, a uh, team player, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, do you take all that into consideration and maybe give him a little bit more? Or Absolutely.
3: You, uh... Well, that's kind of where I was getting at, Mike. Okay. It's, um I'm sorry. All those things that you just named is why I would give him 20 million, even though he's not like a guy who, I mean, he had a decent amount of sacks last year, but if you look at his numbers before last year, I mean, it's hard to give a guy, the D tackles that much money when they're not getting the sacks that, you know, like I said, the Aaron Donald, the Quinn Williams, those type of guys. But because he's a leader, he was the first part of our rebuild and such a vivid, or valid piece our franchise you know I mean you you got to bring him back you know I mean in my opinion but if he wants more than 20 then I don't know maybe maybe we let
1: him walk yeah
2: it would be be my guess he's gonna want more than 20 but go ahead Matt
1: so two things have me leaning towards yes either either give him what he's asking for I mean not totally what he's asking for but give him what the market says or I mean, the franchise tag is an option for him. And the franchise tag, what, does anyone 22? know? Okay, 22 for one year. Just so it gives you another year to negotiate, see how he does. He's got two things going for him if you compare him to Quinn and Williams and if you compare him to Dexter Lawrence the two guys who most recently got paid at that position. He does mm-hmm. not get the sacks that either of them get. No, he gets, actually, he gets less sacks than Quinn and Williams, but he gets more sacks than Dexter Lawrence. Okay. He gets more stops than both of them. He gets more tackles per game than both of them. And the big thing, the big number that why I say we gotta we gotta bring him back is I don't think he's ever missed a game. Yes, yeah. to my knowledge, to my he's, memory. Uh, how many players have we had that have gone four years without getting hurt, playing in a physical position? Yeah. yeah, and and given the impact that he gives. Like, that's got to bump him up a little bit the fact that he's always out there that he's a team leader the city and the fans love him i think those few things push him over the edge where you say okay he doesn't get the sacks Quentin and williams does but i i think we can give him that kind of contract
3: those are definitely very valid points i agree with that
1: i'm glad i'm not the one making the decision <laughs> yeah
2: it's a tough one. It really is. It's a very tough decision because of the financial situation the team is in.
1: hmm so If you sign guy, him yeah, I'm man. sorry, just Go one ahead. last point. if you yeah. sign him to this twenty two million dollar deal, you have to start a rookie opposite Ramsey, or you have to start somebody who's not making any money, a cornerback. you are not getting you're not getting a premier cornerback. mm-hmm there uh, There's no way like the math works out. There's just going to be nothing left.
2: Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, if,
2: if you pay him, you're going to pay for it elsewhere.
1: But we got, come on, this is the NFL. All teams do it. We got to be able to find guys who can play on rookie deals. We got to find rookies who can play. Everybody else has rookies that can play. Why don't we, why are we never able to find rookies that can play? Well, we
2: get one every once in a while. Uh, you know, we, we had Chan HM last year, right?
1: He's like the first guy since Waddle and Phillips. We had
2: AVG several years ago. Now he's a free agent.
1: I'm just mm-hmm. saying. In the NFL, you got to get production and snaps out of rookies. You got to do it. You can't. I don't disagree. It's, it's not going to work if you don't. Yeah.
2: You need those cheap contracts and, and yep. guys that can play holding on to them.
1: Mm-hmm. The Chiefs so, were able to keep Chris Jones because. Trent yep. McDuffie was an incredible cornerback on a rookie contract. That's why they were able to pay Chris Jones this kind long of money long, yep. that we're talking about.
2: Avj, what are you doing
1: with them? All right, let's, What's his projected salary? What is with them? No, they don't have one for him. They don't well, have I one think. For all right, if we can get him back, you got to uh, figure
2: it's going to be somewhere eight
1: to ten million. I would think. I I think that's reasonable considering both of our starting edge guys are coming off disastrous injuries. We don't know when they're going to be able to play. So Mm -hmm. there's reasoning for paying AVG a little bit of top dollar to come back. But what was his injury at the end of the year? Was his significant? I've read that it might
3: have been a Lins Frank. Lins Frank, yeah. Okay. That can take up to eight months, but I don't know how severe his injury actually was. I mean, I know they interviewed his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, and they said that he was – or he said that AVG would be ready for training camp so right. i mean that's that's it's definitely it's so hard something.
1: to predict what they're going to do with the edge position with mm-hmm. the state of Phillips and Chubb Yeah, who knows when they're going to be ready i mean phillips is looking does strong they put, already they put a
2: little pressure on them to, to re sign van ginkle i think, I it think does. so i yeah. think it,
1: i think
3: it's definitely a huge reason for them i mean a a guy that i was thinking about If, for whatever reason, Van Ginkle gets a higher offer somewhere else and takes it, is uh, Jadavian Clowney. I know he just played for our new defensive coordinator last year. He was
2: a walker last year.
3: uh, I mean, pretty sure he had 10 sacks last year, Mike. He wasn't getting paid a lot of money at all. And as a former first overall pick, maybe you think at this point, you know, he wants to win a ring and. If hopefully he likes our guy that much, I mean, I know he was coaching the out outside linebacker, so he had to have been pretty close with Clowney. I mean, yeah. But personally, I would love to see AvG back. I mean, maybe because a lot like the Connor Williams situation, where he gets hurt at the end of the season, maybe we get a little bit of a of a price break on that. And I know Drew Rosenhaus has already came out and said too that Van Ginkel would love to come back and be a part of our team. So I mean, it's a guy who wants to be here, high energy, high character guy. I mean, I think he's worth the money to a certain extent. I mean, I don't think we should break the bank for him given that we're going to have to give Phillips a contract probably at the end of this year and you guys, you guys know already we paid Chubb all that money, so there's only so much money we can put into that position alone, but I mean, I definitely think it's worth taking a look at, you know.
2: This doesn't get a whole lot easier. Next you have Isaiah Wynn
1: <sighs> I, 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 he played good in a couple of games that he played for us, but I who knows if he would have lasted 17 games. Who know, I mean, he didn't. Who knows how well he would have played for 17 games. I think what he added to the team was negligible and could probably fi- be found cheaper elsewhere. I don't think he proved anything. If he's willing to come back for a one-year deal, bring him back if he's not commanding anything that's crazy sure bring him back give him another try but mm-hmm. I, I i think we could find something of his caliber pretty cheaply elsewhere
3: yeah i mean i think he he definitely played good in the games that he did play in. but uh, what was it mike i think he played in the first five games and then missed yeah, the rest of the a, season early on so i mean he i think we we moved him to left guard right that's where he was starting yeah. at and then he played, he played pretty well. So, I mean, if we can get him at a good number, like Matt just said, I mean, I'd definitely like to see him back. It's a guy who knows the scheme, knows the playbook. I mean, that's, that's a big thing. Cause I mean, these, they like a certain type of offensive lineman. They got to have a certain particular set of skills as Liam Neeson once said. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, when, when's a good, but see the problem with him, even when he was in new England was he can't stay healthy and, Him missing 12, 13, 14 games last year doesn't really help his case. But I mean, you know, if we can get him something like like a vet minimum or something like that, I mean, it's definitely a good depth piece to have.
2: All right. Robert Hunt.
3: I'll let you go first on this one, Mike. (laughs) What do you think? What do you think about Hunt?
2: I like Hunt a lot. I'd be hard pressed not to re sign him. The problem is. The same problem we've got with all these guys. They're gonna, he's going to cost some money. He's probably going to get well. He's projected to get a four-year, forty $47 million dollar contract. Jeez. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's about twelve million million a year, and uh, I don't know. Can they find a better guard cheaper?
3: Mm, can they? I mean, I, I think, think it's so. possible, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, this is kind of. I mean. This is one of the rare picks that Greer hit on, so I think you have to bring him back. And I mean, yeah,
2: if you're letting the center go, Connor Williams, yeah, I think you got to keep Hunt, don't you?
3: Absolutely. And I'd rather in,
1: have Hunt than Connor.
3: Yeah, I, I I agree. And what's crazy that I didn't realize is they're they're about the same age. I think Hunt's actually older than Connor Williams, which I didn't think, but that's that's pretty crazy. But anyways, I mean, Hunt's been you know. He's been good for us, and I mean, he's another good locker room, good character guy who's just you know sticks comes, his hand comes in the in dirt. and goes to work exactly. And up until last year, he didn't. He's been pretty durable, so I that mean, that projection
1: but, you have him at at yeah. twelve million, almost twelve million per year, according mm-hmm. to Sport Trek, uh That that would make him the sixteenth highest paid guard in the league. Okay, that, I, think, I think he got, I think he might
2: get a little more than that.
1: I, he's a he's a top 16 guard, that's for sure. He's yep. been mm-hmm. a top, top 16 guard for the last two years. So for sure. It might be a little more expensive to bring him back.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Nick Needham, and I'm saying no. No. Eh, ran its course. It's done. I, I feel bad. He's a player. You love guys like Needham. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that ship run, has run its course.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's somewhere you can bring in a you know, a UFA and hopefully have some production.
0: hmm
2: Deshaun Elliott.
1: I liked what he brought to the team this year. hmm He made think... he made some big plays at at some times, go For ahead, sure. Chris. I do No, know. Go go ahead. I'll go after you, I'll let you go first. I mean that tackle in the Dallas game. That what a <laughs>
2: But so let's put it this way, Brandon <laughs> Jones is also a free agent, right?
1: Mhm. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: so, put them in this put put them both in your hand at once. Which one are you keeping?
1: Well, Elliot's going to cost more cuz he's a better player. Uh, uh-huh. Brandon Jones hasn't proved he can do anything besides rush the passer. Brandon Jones can't cover. And do you want a safety who can't cover? I mean,
2: not, not particularly.
1: <laughs> Deshaun Elliott's proven he can he can he's more he's much more versatile than Brandon Jones. Deshaun Elliott can play he can play strong up on the line of scrimmage. I'm not saying he's Rashad Jones or anything, but he's solid in the run game and he's much better He's a
2: serviceable safety.
1: Yeah. He he's much better in the pass game. I think he's a good complement to Holland and it'd be nice to bring back as much of the secondary as we can with Ramsey and Holland and all of them. I say yes that he should be back. I, I think he he he's got a history with Anthony Weaver, so he he knows what kind of defense he likes to run because he came from Baltimore. Of we're
2: spending a lot of money, guys.
1: <laughs> well, the cap went up. Uh-huh. The cap went
3: up, and we're lucky we got an owner who who is willing to spend that money. I mean, yep. I I feel a lot the same as Matt. I mean, I think Elliot would definitely like. I loved watching him play. The only thing that kind of gives me a little bit of cause for concern is he was in and out of the lineup all year. And when him and Holland were in at the same time, I mean, they they feed off each other really good. I mean, you spoke a little bit about his versatility and I really like how he can come up and hit. And he also has some pretty good ball skills, too. So, I mean, I think he's a guy that we can get back at a good number and, you know, like you just said, especially losing Howard. No, I mean, I'd like to see us bring back as much of the secondary as we can of the guys who are actually going to play, you know. So
2: you're bringing back Eli Apple? <laughs> no. No. That's a hard that's a hard That was no. pretty quick.
3: I'd not rather unless... bring back Noah Benogany <laughs> than see Eli Apple back in our uniform. Hopefully again.
1: Eli Apple's not back. That means things went terribly wrong next year. <laughs> I'm going
2: to say no for Raquan Davis, and I'm pretty sure you guys are going to agree. Yeah. If you don't, go ahead and talk.
3: Yeah, I mean, unless we can get him on a super cheap deal. I mean, I don't think he's played himself into a huge pay- payday. So, you know, maybe he takes a hometown discount and just,
1: you know. He never played up to his talent. He didn't play up to nope. his talent in Alabama, and he didn't do it in Miami either. His talent made him a second-round pick. He had elite size and strength, and he just never, never put it on the field. And I don't, yep. there's really no reason to bring him back. Justin Agreed. Bethel.
3: I think you bring him back on a vet minimum deal I mean he's a really good special teams guy I mean yeah I'm pretty was he a captain last
2: year uh, I don't know if he was a captain or not but I know he's an ex-pro bowler
3: yeah I mean he's definitely somebody that the players respect I mean he's going to be 34 years old so I mean he's definitely going to be one of the older guys on the team but yeah. just from a special teams perspective I mean whenever he did because there was a few games where we saw him in there. I mean, he was getting cooked a little bit. But, I mean, he's a good depth piece. And, like I said, a good special teams guy. you got to have a few guys like that on the if team. he likes
1: Miami and wants to come play for nothing, welcome back, Bethel. Mm-hmm. Kendall Lamb. He doesn't want to play for nothing. <laughs> he's good. I loved yep. Kendall Lamb this year. I thought He, he was...
2: said he's not coming back at minimum money. He wants a raise.
1: He's mm-hmm. going to get it. He He probably proved to be one of the best swing tackles in the league last year. He played mm-hmm. both the left and the right side, and he played mm-hmm. whenever a guy went down. And played that's, reasonably well. That's valuable in the NFL. Yeah. That's extremely valuable. Uh, he's going to get what he's asking for. Somebody's going to pay him to be a starter.
3: Yeah, It I might mean, be us. <laughs> yeah, there's not there's not too many quality tackles that hit the market, especially... Guys like in his situation, I mean, he's going to be 32 years old. I'm just going to say that. He's not a youngster. He's not a youngster, but at the same time, he's another guy who hasn't played himself into a Buku contract.
2: It puts you on the Armstead situation, right? He's he's over that age where injuries are common.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I'm happy you just brought up Armstead because if Armstead is coming back, then you definitely have to sign a guy like a lamb. That's just insurance because we know – We'd be lucky to see Armstead play 10, 12 games this year. So we definitely got to have a backup plan, a guy that's not just a turnstile, you know. Um, but, I mean, yeah, if we can get him at the right number, I'd love to see Lamb back. But he already said, like you mentioned earlier, Mike, that he's not coming back for the minimum like he played on last year. Well, I so I can't say I blame him. Yeah, exactly. You know,
2: for the offensive line, that's asking a lot of somebody. They get beat up.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised. If. Don't be surprised. And remember that I said this, write this down. <laughs> if Keon Smith is battling for a starting left tackle job during training camp next year. Okay. All right. Keon Smith. That's All a right. bold
3: take. I, I remember <laughs> what, I remember watching him in the preseason last year and he was just getting destroyed. And I remember we, <laughs> we talked about it on the podcast. I was like, dude, I don't know who number 71 is but I hope he never sees <laughs> you know the light of day or else too is going to be hurt again. We've
2: seen young players turn it around.
3: But but throughout the season he came in and he played yeah, he decent. Some snaps. You know I mean he he yeah he definitely got better throughout the season and I'm how how old is he? I'm pretty sure he's a younger guy too so he's still got room to develop and I really like our offensive line coach. I mean he seems like he really gets the most out of the guys. He was a rookie this year. Rookie this year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely
2: cheap, a guy that no will reason you wouldn't bring him back. Unless yeah, so they maybe think lamb. he's really terrible, that would be the
1: only reason. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. don't be shocked if you hear his name a little bit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bit.
2: be shocked, somebody's yeah. gotta develop somebody, you know. Right. Uh, Jake mm-hmm. Bailey, the punter, I say adios.
1: Nope. Adios, brother. Uh, That's a hard no.
2: <laughs> Brandon Jones, and we kind of discussed that. Mm. Mm. See
3: ya.
1: Yeah, I, nah, you I don't do. like him. I don't like him.
3: I love him as the chess piece, but we're not really in a situation where we can just sign guys for the luxury yeah. of it. So, yeah, I mean, I think he'd be better off in like a sub linebacker role where he blitzes about half the time. But, you know, we'll see. Weaver may actually see his skill set and be like, I want this guy back. That's true. And, He's another guy, I keep repeating this, that, you know, he hasn't played himself into a huge contract, so I don't know what the market for him is going to yeah. be, you know.
1: Taylor Croft, hey, so, Nope. Nah, he didn't. He had, he had chances <laughs> to get on the field, That's and he didn't this. do much. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who we got. Jonathan Harrison, a backup center. Mm. All right, guys, we're going to break for a few moments, and uh, we'll be right back.
0: Nope. Uh,
2: River Craft.
3: That I don't know.
0: he the was having a good season before he got
3: like so. yeah, I know he loves he loves Craycraft just like Daniel loved Sherfield the year before, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. honestly i I'm I mean he didn't do anything with Buffalo, but I was pissed when we signed Craycraft and let Sherfield walk yeah. last year, but I mean Craycraft is about to hit 30 years old. I mean, he was banged up all last year. He was having a good season for the first couple games, and then he got banged up and just never really got
2: yeah. back on track. Mm-hmm. Elijah Campbell. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say he's a team favorite. He seems to be like really tight with Tyreek and all those guys. They really seem to like him. Mm-hmm. Tua seems to like him, but I don't know if he'll be back.
3: He's one of McDaniels' guys from the I, Niners I so too, too. So, so
1: there is a, there definitely. is a possibility. In a, yeah, they're... yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So back to Elijah Campbell.
1: He's I, I kind of like him. If if he's he hasn't done anything to earn. Huge amount of money, but he, he wasn't terrible last year.
2: Right, and that's the reason you resigned yeah. him exactly.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I I, I actually really like him because you can put him at safety. He played a little bit of nickel. I mean, he's a pretty versatile guy. So he's almost twenty
2: so, nine. Believe it or not.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that is pretty crazy.
2: Calvin Munson, inside linebacker. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Robert Jones, guard
1: no he he's it depends on what happens with the rest of these offensive line guys he got some starts uh did is he he's another guy who got hurt this year and he's got a pretty dubious injury history as well Robert Jones if I'm not mistaken yeah, uh, but he only made eight
2: hundred thousand
1: so it so. seems like he can't get through a game ever yeah. when he does get a chance um I, I probably not like you know he's not he's a guy you would bring back maybe a, a can't body, let him try to get a backup job. I don't think he's going to have a whole lot of demand. I'd bring him back.
2: Honestly.
3: Yeah. I mean, I depending, like Matt said, depending on how the other dominoes fall with our offensive line. I mean, the guy's only 25 yep. years old. Last year he was banged up, didn't really play as great. The year before he actually came in and did a pretty decent job. I liked what I saw and. The coaching staff really likes this guy. McDaniel likes him. so yeah, well, I like Butch I mean, Berry,
2: so I'm hoping that Butch Berry can uh, help him make, you yep. know, uh, extend his game a little bit. You know, He's yep. a backup. He doesn't have to be Taron Armstead. Yeah. You exactly. Know, that's true. Or, yep, that's you know, true. One, one of the starting out, Robert Hunt. You know, He's a guard. I might as well use that name. But uh, you know, he just needs to be able to hold his own. If he can do that, if they can get him to that point, then he's going to be a pretty inexpensive player to have. And that's what we need, inexpensive players
3: mm mm-hmm. I think you skipped one guy, Mike uh, Braxton Barrios. Did we already no, talk I don't about think him yet? Did.
2: I may have skipped him.
3: Yeah. So he's a free agent. Um. I know he made three point five. You can last flip a coin I...
2: as far as I'm concerned. I was expecting yeah, I mean, more from I him this year.
3: To be honest. For sure. I mean, I I think we were all kind of expecting a Wes Welker type. Here's what he gives you. He gives you
2: sure hands on special teams. That's what he gives you. Now, how much is that worth?
3: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, he's a guy that is a good, decent returner. I mean, I talked about it a lot last year. I just don't particularly like his return style because it seems like he, he just, just tries straight. to run right in. Yeah, it just runs yeah. right into the middle of the pile and tries to come out. I mean, he's not the fastest guy either, but solid special teams guy. If you can get him no, back I for think like a he's million, deceptively you tried. know. Yeah, and I mean, uh. He's from Miami too, so maybe he takes a hometown discount. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a good body to have as, if you have him as your wide receiver four or five, you know, some well, that's guy it. that comes you know, in. And,
2: but if I can find yeah. somebody better to return my punch that's as sure handed as he is, I'm going for it. Agreed. Matt, your thoughts?
1: Um, like I said, I was a little disappointed in him. Mm. I, I, was, I was expecting more, but. See or no? It, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't want too much money, he's okay. Okay. (laughs) If these guys like Miami and want to come back and play for nothing, I'm willing to have him on the team. He's not a waste of a roster spot. It all depends on the money.
2: Yep. Agreed. And they're going to have to make a lot of tough decisions, probably tougher decisions than we made. Uh, Because some of those guys Mm -hmm. we said we'd like to have back aren't coming back. But, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. They put themselves in this position. Now we will have to see how they crawl out
1: of it. All right, so Mike, yeah, I mean the... if you could only have, yeah, Mike, because you didn't really get a chance, if you could only have, let's try to come up with a realistic, a plausible situation. If you could only have two out of Wilkins, Hunt, Van Ginkle, who am I missing? Wilkins, Hunt, Van Ginkle, and Connor Williams. Connor Williams. Who are Williams. you bringing back? If you can only have two of those guys back. Hunt and Wilkins. Hunt and Wilkins. Well, wow. all right, okay. That's that's probably my two as well.
3: Yeah, it's tough. I, I, it I, is I think tough. so as well.
2: But that's that's the way I think I would go. You 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 got to build your lines. You can, you can't let your lines. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree.
3: And not only that, you got to show that you value your homegrown. You know, yep. and not only that. I mean, that yeah, that true. speaks volumes too to free yeah, agents right. because it's like if you're a free agent looking at this situation, and you're like with Christian Wilkins specifically, it's like if they're not even taking care of their Nothing own, what makes you me. think that they're gonna take care right. of me? Exactly. You're right.
1: You're totally right. So,
3: I mean, though, that from that perspective, I mean, you definitely you you gotta have those yep. guys back. Honestly, I mean, Hunt. Hunt and Wilkins were both drafted by us, too, so it's, you know, it's... And they're just two of the few picks that Greer actually hit on, so... You would think that he's banging the table for these guys. He's telling Ross, you know, we need these guys yep. back. You know, they're cornerstones yep, let's, let's of the him rebuild. We sign to a
2: 10-year deal and give him $3 this year. And- <laughs>
3: <laughs> we give him the Shohei Ohtani contract and defer everything until exactly. 2030, right?
1: <laughs> oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. You remember at the beginning of the show, you were asking who we said he's earned free agency. Yes. It was Mike Gazicki. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's funny. It was was. the right to be a free agent. But I don't,
3: I don't, I don't don't think Mike Gusecki is anywhere in the same conversation as Christian Wilkins. But (laughs) that was killing me because that, yep, that it was Gusecki. I don't know how
1: that just popped in there. (laughs) I I figured it would hit one of you before the show was over. I knew I wasn't
2: going to remember.
3: He's going to be a free agent, Mike. Do we bring him back? No, I hated him. I,
2: I, we wouldn't he's...
1: we wouldn't have let him go if we were going to bring him back. He makes me so mad. I'm so glad he's off the team.
2: I lo- look, I like I him, but I don't like his tight end skills. I mean, he's great in the red zone, but that's about the only place he's great.
3: Absolutely, I didn't hate him, but I hated how soft. Yeah, my tight end's was. got a block.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was he was marshmallow soft. All right, guys, that's going to be it for this show. Um, Thanks for joining me this evening, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We will be back next week, and uh, we'll talk about uh, free agency a little bit more and maybe uh, who we can, you know, maybe pull onto our team. That that won't be too expensive. Derek Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It could happen, but I don't think it will.
3: I think Josh Jacobs is a more realistic look at yeah, that, we'll talk, but we'll that's a whole other conversation week. for yep. another day.
2: <laughs> so, all right, guys, again, thanks for listening and uh, we'll be back next week until then. Fins up.
3: Fins up. Fins up Dolphins.
2: All right, Fin fans. That's today's show. I want to thank the dot com podcast network and the sports social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and, uh, podcast, which I think you'll enjoy. All right. Until next week, be well and take care.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.